L.O.P. in the building. My life been a movie, I should have filmed it. Nicely with the pen game, pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame. Product, opinionated, but I'm coming through smooth with it. I be kicking back, you could Google it. Bring a block to the booth, get the truth, just another lane lock. I'm a Crown Heights legend, still repping the same block. Whoa. You are now listening to the Life of Product podcast. Jill, what up, man? It's the boy Product. You are now locked into the Life of Product podcast, episode seven. Episode seven is special. This is the first time I'm interviewing somebody. I got my cousin in the building. We family, Audrina Russell. Talk to the people. What's up, family? It's all love. Number seven, you know the number of completions. That's Let's what I'm talking it. about. You hear that? You hear? You hear the jewels dropping out already? This is gonna be <laughs> a very. This is this is special. You know why this is special? Because my first guest is a woman. We now have a woman right. in the White House. So right. let, whoever's listening to this, let this be inspirational to you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Let this be inspirational. I don't know how you feel right now with Kamala Harris being in the White House, but when Barack Obama was nominated and put in office in 2008, I felt powerful. So, I felt very so, powerful. So let's go back to 2008. <laughs> yeah, I remember what... I remember, we, we Bill and Ted right now. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, I remember sitting in front of my in front of my TV in my room, my bedroom with my little brother, and mm-hmm. I never used the word nigga at this time. <laughs> and all I could do with tears in my eyes, I was yeah. like, I looked at my little brother, I said, that's my nigga. Word. And he looked at me and I was like, he was shocked, I had right? no other word. Like, right? So at that moment, I was mm-hmm. like, I understood what that word mm-hmm. meant in that moment. So yeah, you know that's, that's how I'm feeling now. And like, you know what's crazy? Like the history that was made, she's the first woman as a vice president, she's the first woman of color. She's not just black. She's Southeast Asian. Mm-hmm. She has Indian in her. Like, so many barriers was broken. Absolutely. And I feel like America was not ready for that. Well, it's not ready well, for that. Well, America better get ready. Uh, they better get ready. They got dang. Listen, we, we coming and, to and, and although she And although she's a mixture of, of different cultures, mm-hmm. that's a sister. Exactly. Um, exactly. You see the attitude in her. Like, mm-hmm. she's going to bring it. She I, wears Tim's, dog. She wears <laughs> She wears, she wears Tim's. She wears Tim's. She wears she Tim's. Steps. I bet you she know how to electric slide, too. I'm sure I bet, she does. I bet money on I'm that. Sure I bet does. you she know how to electric slide. And you know, <laughs> listen, they pulling up to the inauguration. And she's from an HU. Ready to get it popping. Absolutely. Ready to get, I, I'm really, you know what? This has been a very hard year, but I'm ready to see what's going to happen and unfold. Absolutely. Like, I'm very ready to see it. Like, we, I was we can't go back. Listen, we can't go backwards, and I feel like at this moment, Nothing could be worse than what we already exactly. have. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yo, real talk, right? When Trump was uh, put in office, I was like, yo, this is like tyrancy right here. You, you know what I'm saying? It was like, I felt like doomsday was coming. And it kind of did. It kind of did. did. And you it's still here because I, I feel like it's not over. You know, mm-hmm. he's not going to leave without a fight. He has his people nah. that's his, you know, that's that's supposedly in place. But they fail to realize this is not 1925. It's really not. It's, it's really not. We, we're not um, our ancestors. We bring it, it's bought. That's all we, I have. We are not our ancestors. No, absolutely. We, you know, that's another conversation. For we, another we gotta, time, yeah. So I want I want to talk to the people right now. Like, this is very special. And I wanted to bring you on the show because I feel like you're doing big business right now. But mm-hmm. you, you, the path that you've been on, like, the last few years. Like, I, I kind of want to, like, go back and, like, Ooh. look at your timeline and how, like, you trajected everything. Ooh, and, listen, and... I can't tell everything, but... <laughs> Yeah, we can't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, so, okay, we all from Brooklyn, and, and you know, I, I remember okay. being a little kid, and I used to say to myself, I wonder, like, real talk, I used to think, like, the craziest stuff. I used to always say to myself, I wonder how life is going to unfold 
for like all of us. You know what I mean? Because you every ten years your life changed. Like you're not the same person. Every year your life changed. Yeah, exactly. Like you were not the same person you were in 2012, in 2002. You know what I mean? We're in 2020 right now. What was your background like? I know you went to college, but what did you go to school for? And you're talking college. Yeah. Um, when I first went to college, I went for nursing. Okay. Um, that was like the ultimate career that I always wanted from a mm-hmm. child. Um, even through high school, I went. I took uh, health career courses. I did mm-hmm. volunteer work at hospitals. Yeah. Um, I even became a nurse's aide. Um, but you know, first two years at at Adelphi University, it's all party. <laughs> we all party. All party. Word. Um, and nursing and is hard. Nursing is absolutely it's hard. Really, I, I commend all um, nurses. It's one of the best professions you could ever go into. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of my only regrets that I didn't finish that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was like I, I thank God that I I, I didn't finish at Adelphi because my mm-hmm. student loans would still be ridiculous oh right now. God. However, um, because I didn't do so great, and then financial problems with my family or whatever, mm-hmm. it was like. I can't afford to really help you anymore. So I was yeah. forced to go to work. Yeah. So I, I, I became a state, a, a New York State certified nurse's aide, mm-hmm. landed a job at New York Presbyterian Hospital, mm-hmm. five years there, two as a nurse's aide. And in the course of that, I said, damn, um, do I want to do this for the next 40 something years of my life, yeah. 50 years? Because I was like yeah. 20. Yeah. And, and you know, um, nurses, they work in six, seven days a week. Not, and it's not just that. And it, it wasn't even, honestly, it wasn't even the physical work because mm-hmm. I was young. Yeah. It would have took a toll later on. Yeah. It was the mental. I was mm. at the height where AIDS had just yeah. came out and it was rampant. Mm-hmm. I was rapping. And there wasn't a lot of like information. No, it wasn't. It, you know what I'm saying? Like so, it, there wasn't. So I met like all walks of people. Yes. So I met, you know, you could tell who was the drug the, you know, the drug user or the yeah. street walker and mm-hmm. how they got it to the Ooh. wife that yeah. didn't know that the husband was undercover. Mm-hmm. So I saw all of that. Yeah. Um I saw people with uh, brain tumors whose heads swole up bigger oh, than wow. watermelons. Yeah. And so it was like going in every day. I worked the 3.30 to 11.30 shift. You yeah. didn't know if you was coming in to, you know, to see that person again for the last time. Mm. It was always that. Yeah. So around that second year mark, it was kind of like, do, do you want to take care of sick people for the rest of your life? Because mentally, yeah. it becomes draining when you get yeah. attached to people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was mm-hmm. taking it home. I, I didn't oh, know man. how to separate my mm-hmm. personal and my work life at the yeah. time. So once I kind of was like, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. if I want to, I don't know if I have the heart. Yeah. I had the heart to do it, but I was like, yeah, the heart to deal with the emotion yeah. of it. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I kind of, I kind of, I've known, known a few other nurses and some of them have seen, said some of the same stuff because you, you know, like it could be like the little old man that was, that was like the guy next door. He would Absolutely. give the kids candy and things like that. He comes in with all these stories. Like I've heard so many stories from people and you might go to check on that patient and they're gone. They're not there anymore. And that's something kind of hard to deal with. Then seeing the family come, like, I I couldn't deal with it. So it's no way I could do it. So I worked 1995 to 2000. I was Mm -hmm. still getting Christmas cards, like holiday cards from family members. That's Like 10 years past the family members dying. Like, it was probably my most productive and most rewarding career until Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. That's deep. That's deep. And, And I commit, especially right now with the whole COVID situation, nurses are breaking their backs. Yeah breaking their backs right now and I and I honestly feel I feel like nurses are like teachers. They don't get enough credit. they don't get enough they give it to the doctors. Yeah. They don't like the nurses. They don't give it to the people that's on the floor, mm-hmm. boots on the ground, yes. 24 In the trenches. Absolutely. What, what's the little things they got they wear in their feet? What's what's it called? The, the scrubs? The the the, 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 foot covers, the, the booties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You had to wear all those, right? 
In, it in depends. Okay. Not no, like only if you had to go into like an isolation room. Okay. Um, okay. Or like surgery, like if you was going into operations. Yeah. Now like the schooling part was the schooling part hard. Yeah, absolutely. It had to be. Absolutely. It had. It had. And to science be. was my worst subject. <laughs> what was your best after subject? biology? Uh, what was my best was subject? Best math. Subject? Really? Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because I've known I've known you to be like the mathematical hustler type. When it you know comes to money, it's, it's yeah. Just... What about history? Like, did you like history? I didn't like history then. I like history now. Okay, that makes sense because there was a lot of lies in the books. I was just, you took the words out of my mouth. Like you took a lot of the stuff. words out my mouth. You know what's crazy? A lot of the stuff that came out recently, within the last 10 years, right? All the stuff that came out about history, when I heard about it back in the day, I was like, word? Like, but chapter 7 don't say that. You know right. what I'm saying? But now it's coming out. Even right. every things were like Christopher Columbus. Absolutely. All of the lies we were told. Absolutely. And now we look at it like, what else did y'all I'm lie like, about? Like, why the hell y'all still celebrating this holiday? Come on. Yeah. Like, it's indigenous day all day and for all me. Day. I, don't, I don't do only Christopher, I acknowledge is Wallace. I'm from Brooklyn. So, real talk. Like, I'm keeping 100 Biggie. with you. Keeping 100 with you. So, I, re- I remember years ago, and this is very inspirational. I remember years ago, you had a store in Brooklyn. And, wow. yeah, you no, know, that, like that ass, right? It's hard being a business owner. It's hard having a store. It's harder having a store in New York City. Absolutely. It's very hard. Like, what trials did you go through leading up to just getting it? Because it had to be like not a walk in the park. It was it was an easy transition getting it because it was a friend of a friend that okay. I bought out. Okay. Um, so the paperwork mm-hmm. was was an easier process. Mm-hmm. I went to the SBA. Okay. Um, you got a family member that works there, oh, so kind of put me in yeah. contact with. That's who I that's always to. a good thing because the, the paperwork and everything like the red tape is crazy. So the the the, the hand that you know the changing of hands was not the mm-hmm. problem. One of the biggest issues, um, and this is just what I learned in business. Across everything, I never depend on family or mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You will run out of family and friends, yes, and then you don't get the support, yes. and the business will go away. Yes. So it was the challenges was promoting yourself. Yeah, um, I was by I forget what high school it was. So mm-hmm. during the school year, mm-hmm. was, you know, business was booming, but yeah. the area that I was in, which was Bushwick, but mm-hmm. it was on the end with um, it was by Bushwick High School, right? It wasn't Bushwick okay. High School. I don't remember the name of it. Um, it'll come to me. Yeah. But the area had, I want to think they were Russians. Oh, really? Okay. So it didn't cater to the community yeah. type of clothing. Yeah, I get it. So my biggest business was mm-hmm. the school year. Mm-hmm. So I only had the school year. When the school year was out, yeah. business wasn't as That That makes sense. And it's it's really hard. And, I, and at that time when you had it, like I'm, I'm, I'm imagining it was 10 times harder being a black woman. Owning the business back then, because just being black alone owning the business back think, then wasn't really easy. I think the hard part was, as a woman, not the the hardest part being a woman was men coming in thinking that you were soft or you mm, were weak, and they could kind of yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the easy part was men because they're <laughs> soft and they're weak. You know, and if you're yeah. throwing a little charm and a little sex yeah. appeal, it gets mm-hmm. you a long way. Exactly. So it's, it's always like that double-edged sword. Or at least it, it was it, for me. I believe it. Did they but, ever try to, like, hustle you? Like, like try to talk you out of something? Because, you know, when people see... People are opportunists. Absolutely. And, and whatnot. Um, and I've seen people go into business and they say, oh, wow, I could do this, but it didn't work out for them. They would, like, not you, but, like, a person would come in there and try to, like... Swindle you maybe and things no, like I never. That. Nobody never tried to swindle me. Okay, I, I, I had a couple of people from the area, which was good. Like I said, it wasn't. It mm-hmm. wasn't. It wasn't the black and brown community. Yeah. Um, 
that will come in and will be interested in things and they'll be like, oh, but mm-hmm. I saw that cheaper here. And I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> like, no, you didn't. Yeah. I can tell you why because yeah. I know where I get my stuff from. Exactly. So, you know, it's, it's uh-huh. just, it was just one of those things. So, mm-hmm. But never try to like... Hustle, hustle. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I'm not saying I'm the best of the best, but, but I do you know your stuff though. Do, do you ever miss it, like like owning the store in Brooklyn? Because you know, ultimately Brooklyn is home, but it's not the same no more. It's, it's not absolutely not the it's same. It's really not. Even the thugs ain't the same. I miss I, the old <laughs> thugs. Like no, I'm, <laughs> I'm I miss the old thugs in Brooklyn. The new ones are weird. Like they're unpredictable. I don't call them thugs. But I don't okay. know what they're gonna do. Like I at least I knew like if it was gonna pop off, I knew that. Now it's like I don't know, man. It's just not official. the. Not even really not. It's kind of like it's like it's like walking in Walmart and you buy like the generic brand versus the name brand. Like I'll take the name brand thug over like the generic brand yeah. thug because at least I know like you're gonna be official. official. Yeah, you Absolutely. know what I'm saying. It's really it's not the same. And then you know what the gentrification and everything like that. It's oh, it's kind of go to a whole nother conversation. Yeah, you, you know you know what? Okay, not that we're gonna. I'm gonna have you come back because we need like a whole nother segment for that, right? But I feel like the I feel like the last neighborhood in Brooklyn that's gonna get hit with gentrification is gonna be Brownsville. Um, I feel I feel like that. I feel like Brownsville might be the last. You, you know what I'm saying? Possibly. Wait, okay, so is is Cypress Project considered Brownsville or is that East New York? That's East New York. So I'm gonna say that that whole strip from Brownsville down to East yeah. New York will probably mm-hmm. be the last yeah. to convert over. And you, that's you, a hard you, you might be right. East, you know what though? You're right because if you go to the end of East New York, like that, the end of Picking Avenue, it, and it's all Indian and Dominican yeah. over there, they're not really trying to sell because right. they all of that, they 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 money and property goes or like even 10 or times even the end of um, Pink Houses because that's exactly. Queens as yeah. soon as you cross over that border. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. so I don't I don't see that. I don't see. Over. Queens is more different. Queens is more diverse. More. Like, like Queens, Queens to me is, is like a lot different. even though I'm from Brooklyn and people might get mad. I think Queens is a very dope borough, and it's 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 the it's most in, it's the it's the most interesting it's borough. A, I'm Brooklyn official. all day, but it's most interesting. And they don't get that. My friends don't. Nah, get they that. don't Cause, understand cause, it because they're more they're, they're Queens, right? Yeah. And I'm Brooklyn, and mm-hmm. so one of the things they would always say to me when we were younger, growing up, yeah. We know you from Brooklyn, but you're a Queens girl, and I didn't mm-hmm. understand. I'm like, what are you yeah. talking about? Queens and like, you don't act like a like a Brooklyn mm-hmm. girl. You act like a Queens girl. Mm-hmm. And it was a to me, they thought it was a step up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you trying to disrespect my bar? <laughs> like, we thought it was like, no, no, no. But Brooklyn girls are hard. You know, like mm-hmm. it's just a whole different. It and is. I was like, okay. it really is. And, and I, I mean, I see it now, yeah. but I, um, you know what? I, I didn't I didn't really see it until I moved to Queens. I was in Queens for three years. And after I was on, I was on one seventy fifth between Jamaica and ninety third, like mm-hmm. right when it turned from Archer to ninety uh-huh. third, mm-hmm. and it was very interesting. Like that was that was kind of like some of the best three years of my life. Like, like you know, living you know, out you know what I'm saying though. Things. I think if you look at the class, right? So mm-hmm. if you look at Brooklyn girls that's from the hood, they're mm-hmm. all the same. But if you go to Queens. Mm-hmm. Queens girls are different from they wherever are. they come from. Yes. If you if you in Queensbridge Project, yeah. you different from somebody yes. that's in Hollis yes. or Cambridge. It's like, just it's yes. a, it's this, a this different dynamic. Like, yo, so. go back to Sufton. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's a different dynamic because they kind of race amongst themselves. Yes, so. it's, it's really it's really different. I think it's dope because you'll be in you'll be in Queens and you'll be you'll live next to like. A, a, a doctor and go two doors up and you'll live next to a cab driver yes. that got a house just as nice yes. as the doctor and I always Absolutely. found that very like my neighbor's two doors up he I don't know he had he would have like five cabs parked in his like he had a big like driveway he, had, he went like a gated driveway very five, diverse yeah very and I used to be like yo this guy is really doing very it because it's very expensive over there those are like half a million dollar homes they might not look half a million I was home, getting you, they, you, you took the words out of my mouth I was going to say New York is ridiculous oh, but man, with the it's prices, but, yeah. you, know, they, you know what I miss New York I love it is always home, but I am dog. I ain't paying no ten thousand dollars a year for taxes. I ain't, it ain't. I ain't got it. 
I'm like Martin. I ain't got the five, dog. I'm not paying it. <laughs> nah, I'm going to pay the five. It's not it. You know what I mean? Okay, so I, w- I want to move on. So after after you did the nursing thing, and you know you did the um the, the um the clothing store, which was dope. What did you move on to um, next? So when I left, when I left, so the order, so the clothing store came mm-hmm. afterwards. So um, it was nursing. I, I I put myself through college while I was working at the hospital. I yeah. got my degree in accounting. Yeah. And I wanted to stay at the hospital, but yeah. I didn't have the experience, and I yeah. think I probably had like a bad track record with like the manager. Oh, they were yeah. like, no, we don't want yeah, her. We, she's we a troublemaker. We don't want this. So you know I didn't get the position. So it's you know I was supposed to move on. Real quick, I'm a deviate, right? So yeah. I, I I was looking for a job. I went to get a job at the World Trade Center. Oh, I interviewed, really? and the sister interviewed me, really? and it went well. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking, I'm walking out there, yeah, like, I got, the, got job. the job. You good, right? I was heartbroken. I didn't get the really? job. Wow. So I landed a job at a company in Long Island, Cormac. Uh-huh. And I stayed there for five years, and mm-hmm. I hated it. Not the company itself, yeah. but I hated the career. Mm. I, I picked accounting because math was my strongest subject. Yeah. And while it was, Counting's accounting hard. doesn't have a whole lot to do with math. And really? people don't really know. You gotta I, go t- I took accounting in college. I hated it. I, so, I'm not, I'm, I cheated the whole time. So it was just fun. like, and I, and I came from an environment where I was constantly yeah. moving, and mm-hmm. I was active to sitting at a table, and I felt like a trapped animal. Mm-hmm. And every day I would stand at my desk and work, and they're like, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. Like, I, like mm-hmm. I just, I was confined. Yes. So I never got comfortable mm-hmm. and accustomed to it. Like, yes. I, I was just always miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. You ever, then, not, to, not to cut you off, you ever been at a job, and this is something I was reading. I was watching a dude talking about it, too, and I was like, I just read that. He said, if you have a job you don't like, and as soon as you walk in, you're going to feel tired. As soon as you walk in, you're going to have a headache. He said, you know why you feel like that? Your soul don't want to be there. And it makes sense. It does make sense. I, I, sense. I didn't feel that way when I first got there because mm-hmm. it was new. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. went in as a as a treasury analyst assistant. I don't even know I what that means, in. but that sounds dope, though. <laughs> <laughs> And then I went into I, I transfer I transfer over into the no. accounting department, yeah. and both of them just very boring because it's yeah. the same thing mm-hmm. every day, like routine. And yeah. I'm just not that type of person. Yeah. So that's where it kicked in. Like, okay. does this ever change? Is yes. anything exciting ever going to yes. jump off? Mm-hmm. And the answer is no. Jobs like that, they kind of they make you old faster. They also they I feel you're like sitting like yeah I feel like they take a toll on you like in every aspect. I feel like they take a toll on you mentally. Like that mental aspect of it is it's like Groundhog Day. It's like, yo, I got to wake up five days a week to go in here. Then you start, like, not liking your coworkers, yeah. and you just, you start to, like, not like yourself. Start looking at people like, you yeah, yeah or, like, like, do I need to be here? Like, you hit that smooth white I put myself in because I didn't <laughs> yo, say the word. Yo, so, listen, judgment-free zone, let it out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you start feeling like that, and you start, you start questioning your whole life. Like, Absolutely. you might, like, this, I, I, I was in, like, the, the corporate world for, like, 13 years, and like, there was times I was like, yo, at first I loved it. I was gun-ho. Wanted to move up, I declined moving up, and I said to myself at a certain point, I don't want to be here no more. Like, do I want to be here? I felt like it was Groundhog Day, and I was like, literally, it literally got to the point I was like looking at my coworkers, like I should just throw this TV off the wall. And you look you at it, I'm you saying? saying I'm making the money though, mm-hmm. I got the time, like, yes. and I put so much in. Why? But mm-hmm. I tell anybody, if you're truly not happy, you mm-hmm. gotta move on. Absolutely. I Absolutely. mean, do be, be smart about it. Don't just quit. Don't, you don't have yeah, nothing. Don't, don't have nothing else backing. But you have to. But you, you have to set yourself up yeah, to, to, to to progress. And this is what a lot of pe- people become so complacent. And the mm-hmm. funny thing is, me and you both right now can name five people on each finger on one hand that are like that in New York City. And I know a lot of people. And, you know, I try to talk I to people. I don't have like, enough <laughs> you know, like, yo, I'll be like, you know what? <laughs> you are worth too much to Absolutely. still be 
paying this landlord X Absolutely. amount of money you've been paying all these years. And, but you know what? It's not, you know what? And, and I try not to go too much because I don't want to sound like I'm criticizing mm -hmm. people. But you, from the outside, you might look at the person and see more in them than they see in themselves. Absolutely. And they, they become complacent. You know, we all, we all made a lot of money in New York City, but how far did our money go? Like, did it really go far? Like, when you bust down your bills and like when that. I, when, I look, when I look at rent in New York and so, when I was paying in, in mortgage for a house that I built, mm, I was like. Yeah. It, it's it like, doesn't bro, add up. It like, doesn't. No it really doesn't. The, the shit don't correlate. And it's no, like you looking at it like I just worked all these years. I'm tired. I boom, boom, boom. And you, what you, and you have, really to, have show nothing for, to show for exactly what you have to show for it. If you took that same money and that same hustle somewhere else, you would have been like triple where you was at. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I just want a lot of people to really see that. And a lot of people. And I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day, and it was like, look. It's like preaching to the choir sometimes. You, you're mm -hmm. not going to get it. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. It's not for everybody. And it's not. It. You know what I mean? They might be, that That might work for them, but that don't work for me. Absolutely. And you got to want more in life. And, I, and you know what? I like the fact that women like you, women like my sister, you guys are the type of women, you guys have a drive and you're going, going after what you want. You have to inspire these young girls. These young girls, especially black girls, black girls need to understand there is more than just waking up, taking a selfie and posting a twerk video. It's more, it's more to it. Absolutely. And when... Okay, excuse my mouth. When us real niggas treat them with the energy that they throw out in the universe, they get kind of mad at us. And I hate to say that, but I don't have punches. Can I, can I, <laughs> can I, can I be the devil's advocate here? You know what and I'm it, because I, I definitely understand and get, yeah. get your point on that. This yeah. is what I always try to tell my brothers. Mm -hmm. I don't care how a woman looks at herself. Yes. I don't care if she's disrespecting herself. Mm -hmm. Show her better. Teach her better. Yes. You have a mother. Yes. You have sisters. You have nieces. You, right. you have daughters. However you want us to be treated is mm -hmm. how you treat your women. And this, or you this treat is true. Women and you know what, too? Sometimes as a man, like, you, there's been times in my life I had to say, damn, you know, I did her dirty. I shouldn't have did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got sisters. I, I, I feel like that, too. I did a lot of dudes. Yeah, you, but you know what you learned from it. You might have taught him a lesson. And he to might, hate women. He, like, yeah, he they, say, they say it only takes one woman to break your heart. Yeah, and then, you might have you yeah. taught him a lesson. You might have yeah. taught him a lesson. But sometimes people, <laughs> people need that lesson in life so they can progress. So you might have been that common denominator to be like, oh, snap, you just upgraded his whole level of thinking. But <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of women now. I, I'm I really, not messing with no more Audrina's. Yo, real talk. But I really, I really want to see. Okay. 2020, we're going into uh, 2021 very shortly. I want to see like 2021 to 2030 be different. Like, I want it to be different. Like, I re I'm really, I try, you know what? I was battling at one point, giving up on my own people. And I had to bring myself back to that because I was almost like, you know what? We messing up, yo. We are messing I've been, up. I've been there several times. Yeah, you know, but it's okay. So, when, when you felt like that, right? How did you come back to say, you know what? Let me not give up on my people. Because I love my people. That's good. That's good. I love my people. Yeah. I had to I had to refine my love for my people because it was like I like I I never I've never been the type of person to say, you know what, <clears throat> boom, boom, boom. But there was times I was like, yo, I don't know if I could do this. Like I'm trying I was literally you, trying to help black you know people what and it stuff is? like that. So you know I, and I, I don't want, I mean, because I know I'm hoping that more than just our people hear this podcast. Oh, absolutely. I love people. That's good. In general. But That's I good. love my people and mm -hmm. I want so much more and better for us. Yes. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I can't give up on them. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of it is just ignorance. If you don't know better, you mm -hmm. can't do better. Yeah. So it's up That's to true. people like 
yourself who yes. has this platform yes, to put this to put these things out, especially mm-hmm. to the younger generation that's gonna mm-hmm. watch and listen. They need to they need to listen. They need it. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm really for the reach one, teach one. And mm-hmm. if I can get one, then mm-hmm. I you know, then I feel Absolutely. accomplished. You I feel like I can right. get more than one. I like but, I like that whole reach one, teach one term. Like you know what you know what people for years would say each one teach one, but I think reach one teach one is a lot stronger, mm-hmm. and I feel like it goes further, and I feel like it holds more core value than each one teach one. Like because if you put ten people in a room and a kid goes down the line and they each tell them something, but that one dude, the fifth dude, grabs him, pulls him in a room and sits him down, you reach out to him, mm-hmm. that will go further than the other guys that told him something. And it, and it takes a lot of love and a lot of patience. It does. You know, it does. It, and, and I, I have it for me. I, 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 I don't <laughs> I have a I, don't, I, I really like, don't have a lot of it now. Nah. I'm real quick to be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like, you know what? You're making Give us look me, bad. Yeah. You're you making um, us look kick but that I, bad. But I still boy. have hope because it's still yeah. so much youth out there that are doing yeah. positive and yes. that, you know, yeah, man. they, they want to be the change. They um, do. And, and we, so we have to allow them to be the change, we too. And to. you know what I used to tell people a lot growing up? Adults need to respect kids. Absolutely. And, and you you know what I would Absolutely. hate? And, and I, as a grown man, as a grown 37-year-old man, I hate when I see an older black dude be like, what you said, boy, what? First of all, stop calling him boy and talking mm-hmm. down to him because you're breaking his spirit. Absolutely. You're breaking his confidence. It's like if you have a dog, right? And if you, you, you're a dog lover, so you notice if you have a dog and you're training your dog to be tough, you get at the dog, get at the dog, but then you step back because it builds up his confidence. Mm-hmm. You have to build up the confidence for these dudes. Not, I'm not calling them dogs, no, but no, no, I, real, I, I, it's like kind of symbolic to it. So when a lot, when black men talk down to these young black, and black boys women. and black women, it's like you're breaking them early. It's like it's kind of like to me, it's like a post slavery mentality. It is. You know, what so I'm saying? it's so funny you say that. So and, I, and I'm gonna <laughs> just talk. say no, no, it is real talk. My mom always calls me, or used to call me, you got to talk to your brother. Mm-hmm. And then she, I'd talk to him, you know, whichever one, take your pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that they would get on track with the course correction, but it mm-hmm. would make a difference. And then yeah. she would always be like, oh, he listened to you more than me. And I'm like, yeah. because I talk yeah. with him. I allow him yeah. to talk. I don't talk at him. Talking mm-hmm. with someone is different than talking at them, yes. belittling them. Yes. I said, you talk it hard. Is. You talk strong. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know that there's a place for all of that. Mm-hmm. But you got to give them respect because kids have a lot to say. They do. I, li- I sit they back do. and I listen to my niece and nephew. They don't know. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, what the, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, and I mean, like, the how, what did you come up with? Yeah, that? The and it's, 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 crazy. it's intelligent like, almost. I feel, I feel like kids on a low are kind of intelligent, more, more intelligent, intelligent than, than adults exactly. because you know what? They haven't been tainted yet. They have. It's like it's like they still they're still in the Eve they're Adam and Eve garden, they're so they kind of see things different. They ain't eat that apple Absolutely. yet. You know what I'm saying? They ain't I love kids. Real I love kids. They, they are. They're gonna be honest, like yes. they straight chaser. I, yes. Like I, I love them. Mm-hmm. And you can learn some shit from them too. Like you, you listen. Besides, like the tech and the cell phone app stuff. Just looking at a situation, a kid is going to give it to you raw. You might not be ready for that. Absolutely. You are absolutely not going to be ready for it. Like, I've been amazed by having conversations with kids before. And I was like, yo, what did, did you, was you reincarnated in some shit? Was you Mr. Otis <laughs> of the block? Where did you come from with this? Mr. Otis. Word up. But it's, it's, I think it's dope, though, man. No, and we, we really, like, you know, what was the, the Whitney Houston song? The Kids of the Future? They really are. And I know it sounds cheesy saying that but if we understand that the kids are the future then we will understand where the future could go first of all you know we were kids of the future at one time mm-hmm. so as long as we kind of messed up some no of but us. i'm just we did <laughs> we we, some like, of us yeah. didn't know but at, i mean at the mm-hmm. same time yeah it's, it's always a cycle like mm-hmm. we're not kids anymore so nah. we have to make way because they're gonna have to make way yes. for you know yes 
Absolutely. And, and, and I, you're, you're so right. You're right. Like, not to cut you off, but I feel like there are adults that don't want to pass the torch in certain areas to kids. When it comes when it comes to, like, leadership and stuff like that, I feel like a lot... We adults need to be leaders, but we need to understand that we need to... Like, it's like a king and, and you have a, 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 a prince and stuff like mm -hmm. that, you know, at a certain point... Like, you got to pass them into them. got to pass it down to them. And you have to allow... You have to also give kids room to mess up. Absolutely. Because we be right. I be hard on my kids sometimes, but you like I've learned that. Okay, I used to mess up, mm -hmm. so let them mess up. Let them learn. Now, if they keep messing up, that's the difference. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we have to do that. And I, I personally, and I've had conversations with adults that disagree. And I told them do one time for you to <laughs> like disagree. They didn't yeah. make mistakes. If you disagree, you are part of the problem. Absolutely. Big part of the Absolutely. problem. Like, don't talk to these boys like they are beneath you because they will in 10 years whoop your ass. Really. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm going to give you an old school. Word. Real yeah. talk. Like, you give yeah. you a three o'clock after school beating. Like, you yeah. know, remember that movie, The Wood? When yes. that dude that plays Stacey in every movie? <laughs> You want one of those? All right. Listen, keep talking yes, down to him. Keep, talk, keep with talking. Stacy with yeah. the jerk. Right, right. Yeah, you yeah. keep talking to Shah Meek like he's small. Right. But like on the flip side, I really, I really like almost gave up on our people at one point. And I had to bring mm -hmm. myself back. And I was like, you know what? Let and my pops got kind of mad at me. And, and one time when we was talking, he was like, yo, why are you so hard on your own people? I said, why do you think I'm so hard? Like, turn the TV on. Like, First of all, because you know I saying? want better for exactly. us. But we got to want better for ourselves. Exactly. And that was my mentality. Exactly. Like, yeah. You well, got people showing you the way to go, but we it's it's mm -hmm. it, I feel like it's a, a still a slave mentality that it is. you know they it said is. they said we're gonna break them and this yes. is gonna carry on for four hundred years. We haven't it, we haven't we haven't really gotten did. past that four hundred year really mark. Did. You know, and it's, it's sad, man. It's, it, it hurts to see. It does. It, it really. Does. But you know, okay. On the flip side, after um uh doing those things like that, you're in insurance now. Yeah. So and it's very dope. I think it's a dope <laughs> career. You so, actually so travel me, like a so rock star. So let me. So let me let me correct you, right? I'm not an insurance agent. I'm a financial services professional. Oh, so, bang, bang. <laughs> Put the nail in it. No, and the reason why I say that is because when you just say insurance agent, and there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with just being an insurance mm -hmm. agent. Yeah. In the beginning, that's all I was, and I, yeah. I made a decent living. But I was dope. always doing it part-time. Um, yeah. But I do so much more than yeah. insurance. And don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. insurance is probably the biggest part of what I do. Yes. But I do credit repair, credit, you know, credit restoration. Um, How hard is that? Not hard at all. Really? Because I, I, I know people that do it, and I was like, damn, that's got to be complicated. It's, 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 it's really pretty much teaching people... Mm -hmm. How to break down credit, what they look for, mm -hmm. um, what makes up your score, yes. how to rebuild it if it goes mm -hmm. down, um, powers of attorney, wills and trust, mm -hmm. things that we are not taught in our culture. We definitely wasn't you know? taught that in our um, culture, and we need to be taught. Absolutely, more. we um, really do. Like, and I, I, I feel like we purposely wasn't taught that. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Just, like, just I mean, just like the power of insurance, you know, mm -hmm. in our community, and I'm not saying everybody because we do have some people that are educated on it. Yes, it was always mostly looked at as a death benefit, mm -hmm. not leaving an inheritance yes. to your heirs, yeah. to your, you know, yeah. and even. You know, for the Christians that want to get biblical, you know, <laughs> it's in the Old Testament. Uh -huh. A good father leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Absolutely. You know, so Absolutely. But there's a lot of different, you know, mm -hmm. there's a, come check me, check my page if you want some more history. Or Word it out, word it out. A free consultation. Um, <laughs> but seriously, yeah. so I feel like, yeah, it was. It's because mm -hmm. one thing I would do different at an early age, I would invest in, I would pour my money into like whole life insurance. Mm. 
and, and reap all that I would have been able to reap the benefits. Yeah. like ridiculous. Now, with whole life insurance, at a certain point, correct me if I'm wrong, if, you, if you're like vested a certain amount of years, then you can pull money out of it, right? So, okay, so we're going to do a quick one on one. I can't get into all of Yeah, yeah just give me right? like, a, like so, a little teaspoon. So, of it. whole life in and of itself is going to carry to you, carry you to age 100. That's all it wow. means. So, depending on the company. Yeah. Um, you can get, let's well, just use a $100,000 face amount. You mm-hmm. just pay that premium for the rest of your life. And if mm-hmm. you die, that's what that's what your beneficiaries get. It's not yeah. 100000 You deal with some companies, I'm not going to name no names, yeah. um, that have cash accumulation and dividends built mm. in. So that's when you start earning where your that's money dope. grows. You yeah. know, you have that 100000 mm-hmm. you continue to live and pay the premium. Mm-hmm. That 100000 could easily become... You know, over years, yeah. 150, wow. 100 and, you know, I tell people, yeah. the younger your kids are, mm-hmm. get it while they're healthy, yes. you're, you know, you're, you're securing their um, insurability, mm-hmm. if they happen to get sick later, That's you can exactly. always increase it, so it's a lot of little different things yeah. that you can play around with, stuff we did but you know. can, I mean, the other people, I ain't mm-hmm. gonna say the, the race, no, oh, but, yeah, I know you know, this is how they put yeah. kids through college, yes. you know, how they mm-hmm. paid off houses and cars, yes. so yes. Um, it's a lot of power in, mm-hmm. in, in, in putting your money there. So. Have, have you seen Have you seen that uh, meme? It said, there's more buying power in perfect credit score than $100,000. Absolutely. And that's true. That, is, that is so true. I'm, I'm going to so talk, talk about your president real quick, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not, that's, you, the, notice, wall, that's said, the wall's president. Okay, that's, okay. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't claim, yeah. but okay, so <laughs> they look at him as this billionaire, right? Yeah. He has assets. It's not that yes. he has the cash. Absolutely. So Absolutely. the assets behind him, those mm-hmm. investments, the real estate, the insurance, that's mm-hmm. where the money is. Yes. Not so much that he can go to the bank and yes. be like, give me, you know, a mm-hmm. million dollars right And here. stuff like that would have to be liquidated, right, yes. for him to get the cash. Exactly. Exactly. So, and this is something that a lot of people don't understand. Right. So you, you know, know what I say? You know what I say to young people? Like, um, I'll say like my 19, 20-year-olds that's really starting out and they, even if they have a really good job, mm-hmm. I always try to tell everybody, if you could afford, say, whole life, get it because it's going to yeah. be the best thing for you. Yeah. But if you are 19 and mm-hmm. you could afford $20 a month, yeah. get you a million dollar um, term policy exactly. and overnight you become a, a millionaire. Like your, yep. your worth becomes... And, and the funny thing is most 19-year-olds are smoking more than that. Listen. You know what I'm saying? Listen. So so when so, they so let's so, so let me play the other side. When I hear when I hear them say, "Oh, you yeah. know, either I don't need it or it costs mm-hmm. too much." And I go, I look cuz you got you got Facts. What do you got on your feet? I got Jordan what Jordan. numbers are those? I don't know cuz I lost count. Right. What numbers it. you got on your feet? I don't, I don't count. You don't count numbers. All right, but exactly. let's say 11s, right? Say 11, whatever. Yeah. 11s, 5s, exactly. 10s, whatever. You exactly. got a whole slew of Jordans, right? Uh-huh. You, you got your number 11s. Facts. How much you pay for them Jordans? Discount. No, don't give me the discount. Yeah, I paid. It, it was like one thirty. One thirty. Yeah. Nineteen year old, twenty dollars a month. That's mm-hmm. that's that's Jordan. That's that's mm-hmm. your whole policy He'll for have the a year. That's that's a you know you understand that you you if you, if you can afford Yeezys, you can pay a G-Star, whole year. All of that. You can pay a whole year exactly. of of term. Exactly. I pay. Look, I pay my insurance quarterly. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't matter. So I, I don't miss that. So at the end of the day, it's like, yo, if you can afford all, if you can if you go can, get lit every weekend, smoke exactly. good, then you can pay for your life. So insurance. nobody can. You know, I don't let people tell me. <laughs> We're I don't I'm let. I don't like, let people tell me. Yes. I, I don't. I like. Mm-hmm. Listen, don't tell me that you can't. Just tell me you don't want. Exactly. Exactly. Tell me that it's not because they don't take it serious. Because That's you, you can't. Is, is I don't. I don't. I, mm-hmm. I bury that word can't. I don't yes. believe in that word can't. Exactly. Anything you want. That's, That's because you could be broke. You can be broke. Mm-hmm. We're in a pandemic. How many yes. people lost their jobs? The liquor store still making money. Yes, yes. 
Mm-hmm. And, and and the two I tell people the two the two mm-hmm. industries that's never gonna say go it, out say it, liquor say it. and sex. Thank you. you thank just, you. Just never you. gonna go wrong exactly. in those two, right? And, you're absolutely and, right. and people still support it even yes. in the pandemic. Yes. You know? I'm, I'm gonna so. tell you how real it is. Like the, the pandemic hustle's been crazy, right? So one of my men hit me up and he was like, Yo, son. So he was like, Yo, Bitcoin just dropped. I said, I saw it. I said, What you gonna do about that? It, it remember Bitcoin was twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. It went low, went back up, went to twelve thousand. It dropped to three thousand. He dipped, smart dude, dude dipped into his four hundred one k, bought like five shares worth. Nice. It just recently went up to over fifteen thousand. So yes, so he made over twelve thousand a share. You know what I'm saying? Nice money. That's great money, right? So, but you know what? The the pandemic hustle right now was like I'm seeing people I've never seen. Now is now is the time to buy, and and this is just you know, um, I'm taking some courses with with Mm -hmm. this uh, this business guru, this dojo, and Mm -hmm. I'm learning so much. Yes, Um, yeah, and you 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 know what the thing is too? You can never be too proud to learn. You gotta put your pride aside. I'm learning. I learn, and it's even like in in this financial industry world, Mm -hmm. I learn every day. Yes. Absolutely. Every day, even Absolutely. if it's from someone that doesn't know mm-hmm. the business, like there's, all, mm-hmm. you, you're never above learning. Yo, my son showed me a visual, a video one day. He was like, "You need to watch this." I was like, "Yo," he said, "It's on." Um, he said, "It's on income." I said, "I know." I, me thinking I know everything that day, I was feeling myself. I was like, "I know about residual income." <laughs> but, Get out of here. He's like, "No, it's on passive income." I said, "Send me that," because I never heard the term. Which you was never crazy. heard passive income years okay. ago. At the time, I didn't. I was like, okay. "Passive income." So I started watching it. I was like. He just like really taught me something, and this is like you said, like you are never too old enough. You have never. to really be willing to step out your comfort zone and say, "I right, let me you you go ten minutes a day to Absolutely. learn something. It, it don't matter what it is, just learn something. It, yeah. it does not matter. It might be you might have learned something about sports, but you learn something, and you never know what's going to click. And 10 things years change. From now. Yes, the biz every business changes. Mm-hmm. So you know, absolutely. What what I what I learned. In this mm-hmm. business ten years ago, some yes. of it is not relevant today. Exactly. You know what I, I mean? I can, so I can believe that. Um, yeah, you have that. to constantly. So wait, 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 okay. So with the whole insurance thing, what advice would you give to a nineteen if a nineteen twenty year old right now says, "I got a little bit of money. I want to like get into the insurance thing, but they want to buy it maybe." And what would be like the best way for them to go? You know to buy insurance, Some, something like that. If they wanted to ba- basically get a policy that could put themselves up and secure them for right now, what would what advice would you give? A nineteen year old, depending on their financial stability. So mm-hmm. if they if they were nineteen and they were really making a job that was like fifty thousand and above, mm-hmm. I would be like definitely get you secure you some yes. whole life yes. right now. That's great for a nineteen year old. Um, they're making fifty. Yeah, I would. That, that's so great. I mean, even if they're making thirty thousand, yeah. I would still tell them whole mm-hmm. life is always going to be the greatest benefit yeah. to you mm-hmm. you got so many years for that to accumulate yes. and grow right um but if they're not so financially you know they they keep a job but you know they might be working at Foot Lock yeah. making 10 yeah and, and there's a lot hour, of them that's doing that then I would tell them get you a term mm-hmm. you know a 20-30 year term but make sure that you get one that has uh, a feature in it that's convertible that you know mm, locking that's, your, that's, that's your insurability yes. and then when you're more financially stable you take all part of that, and you convert it into some whole life. That's dope. That's 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 really good advice, and I'm, I'm hoping that some of them listen, like really listen to this, because that advice you just gave them half of, half of the, their parents don't know that. I know. You know what I'm saying? I like mo, mo, the average black parent, what they we, go to work, what, what just most, sign the papers, listen, and that's it. What, oh, most that of us, what most of us <laughs> you know, know what, what most of us know is from mm-hmm. what our parents taught us. Yes. So you know, mm-hmm. I will say, I think out of. Most of my mother's kids, I want to say all, but maybe most, 
um, I'm probably the only one that she doesn't have to carry any insurance on. Mm-hmm. But I, I've always carried my own insurance yeah. from 1995. Yeah. So at the age of 1920, wow. when I but it but it was through employment, yeah. right? Yeah. But I still kept that responsibility. Exactly. Um, and as you should, you know right. what I'm saying? For real. Then when I my first marriage, right? <laughs> 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 First the marriage. dark days, right? The dark days. We had, we had no, it wasn't dark, but you know. Um, Mine was. It was medieval. <laughs> I am not touching it. That's a whole nother conversation. I'm going to shit come back on that, that every right? chance I get. So, my bad. So, I'm sorry, on Gina. I'm sorry. No, no, no. On <laughs> Gina, ain't listening to this. I'll make sure she don't see this one. But um, make us skip past it. Well, well, we, we, we built we built the house, right? Mm-hmm. And um. We got insurance outside of that to mm-hmm. cover, you know, our mortgage or whatever yeah. one of us were to go. Yeah. But it was still term. Okay. Like the 30-year term. I don't yeah. even know if it was 30 with that company oh, at the okay. time. I know we just had yeah. the term, so if one of us yeah. happened to pass. Well, at least you guys and again, had at, this, at this point, I didn't. I wasn't in this business, so I didn't yeah. know all of this. I just knew that it was important to have it. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, if he happened to kill by accident or whatever, <laughs> then I'm free of my mortgage because yeah. this can take care of it. Yeah. Um, and then I went into corrections. Yeah. That's yeah. what led me. That's what kind of, no, actually, I became a mortgage broker. Yeah. I'm a, a, a loan originator. Okay. Um, and a loan originator, what, what does that person do? Collect all your data and information okay. for it to be analyzed for yeah. you to get approved for a mortgage. Okay. Because so, I, I, I think I heard the term, but I didn't know exactly yeah. what they did. Because I asked somebody and he couldn't really break it down for me. Yeah. So basically, yeah. it's like playing the middleman. Okay. Um, between the company and the individual, okay. collect, you know, I get all your, just like with life insurance, I'm going to get all, I'm going to compile all your mm-hmm. stuff, I'm going to put it in, yeah. but underwriters got to make the decision. Okay. You understand yeah. whether you get approved or not, yeah. you got to pull medical records. So it's yeah. kind of the same procedure. And I'm going to collect all your information, the gather. The underwriter, right? He, that's the person that decides what you're like, uh, what you, your what ratings you can get. will be. Yeah, like your ratings. If you're going to get approved, you're going to get denied, if you're going to get yeah. rated up, okay. if you're going to get a better rating, a lower rating, depending yeah. on what's in your medical record. Absolutely. Okay. That makes sense. And you know what? Okay. So I want to, Okay, I know we're talking about insurance. I want to bounce back to um, when you say you were a correction officer, right? I know a few CEOs, right? And yo, a lot of them. You know a lot more CEOs than you think. Yeah, you, on, yo, listen, I'm got those, family members. I'm going CEOs, real talk, that walk around the hood with a hoodie on all day, and I seen one coming off the train with his. I was like, oh, word, that's how you stay fresh. Okay, I see you. But one CEO in particular, he was a really good friend of mine, and he told me it took a toll on him mentally. He said he felt like he was going to jail every day. Like did it become feel like a part time um, prisoner? <laughs> did, yes. it, did it feel like that? Yeah. So, oh man. So corrections. Yeah. It's probably the easiest career I ever had. Really. Takes no brain power. Really. <laughs> like all I gotta do is I, go yeah. in there and manipulate. I'm yeah. a woman. I'm mm-hmm. decent looking. All yeah. I gotta do is smell good. They yeah. fall in line. They go and taking showers. You yeah. Nelsie was like, it was stinking on here before. I'm like, don't worry <laughs> about it. Um, <laughs> so it was. So it was a yeah. lot of me playing yeah. what I needed, but yeah. I also had my street savvy and my. Yeah. So you know they try to play you when you knew. I believe it. You know me, I. Like, yeah, that's the. I don't know. You know, if I, I get, I that. get a little. Like, you know, yeah. I, I Brooklyn come out. Like that's, I'm like, oh really? You went Kingsborough on them, right? You, you, listen, For real. The crazy thing is that I met somebody from Kingsborough that was in here oh, from PA because they really? always want to know where you're from, yeah. right? So a lot of Brooklyn like, dudes get locked so up in PA, so they, which they, is crazy. Because those are the scrubs that couldn't make it in Brooklyn. Oh, they go so out they to like it. PA, Allentown, you know and they I blow up. I was about to make right? a joke because I know a dude <laughs> who's related to a dude I don't like that was locked up in PA, but I ain't going to do that. But these, but right the dudes now. are cool, right? Yeah. So And everybody want to yeah. test you or whatever. Yeah. So me, I used to lie. Miss P, where you from? 
I'm like, Ohio. <laughs> you ain't from um, California. Yeah. Like, I always gave yeah. them a different answer. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. You either New York, New York or New Jersey. Uh-huh. Never been. Wow, <laughs> but like, your funny. swag is New York. And I'm like, oh, swag. Man. I was like, damn, how's my swag? Like, I, I just, I didn't know. But yeah. they could see it. Yeah. And then I would flip. Like, they say something. And I'm like, yeah. like, God will kill you. Yeah. Oh, I, I could easily. I used to tell yeah. us I could easily be a criminal. You know, I could be in here. That, you know, that, that, that joke I want to make is itching to come up, but I'm not. Go ahead, go ahead. Nah, I'm not gonna do it. So, but it was it was actually <laughs> the easiest career. Yeah. Um, and he's right. The mental toll that it plays on you because, for one, mm-hmm. like I said, I can't be trapped. I had to be let out every door. Yes. If I want to leave, I feel like I should leave. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. can't. You know. So. Um, but it was also one of the most fun jobs because I learned a lot from it's some, yeah, it's some, intelli- very, very it's some smart, intelligent yeah. individuals and talented individuals yeah. locked up. Yes, yes. I, I've known dudes that were locked up and it's like, yo, you were too smart. Too, and so, I said, but they get caught up. But see, that's, that's the, the thing. thing. So I had a lot of love from the inmates. Mm-hmm. And, 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 the, and the boys, the, the big brother that I looked mm-hmm. down, they didn't yeah. like that. Like, Word. They didn't like I it. I believe it. Um, I believe it. They didn't like it. Like nah. they they would ask me like like what do you? They had a somebody had a fight one time on the unit. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was cool. I was like cool red, <laughs> two red, whatever you know, two bravo. They fighting. Two, two no two dudes <laughs> came and stood at my podium. It was just like that. And I'm like I'm cam- cameras right on me. I'm yeah. like yo y'all gotta lock up. Y'all gonna get me in trouble. Yo they can give us a 24 Miss P. I'm not going nowhere. Wow. And I'm like ain't nobody gonna do nothing to me. You right. Wow. I don't care if it's by accident. What? And they just mm-hmm. stood there. And, and it, I gets, was like, it gets real in there, I was right? like, it wasn't even bad because most yeah. when, when a fight break out, most of them already just go and lock up. They already yeah, know. They already know, okay. I don't even got to tell yeah. them. You know, they're going to go. I'm not getting in the middle between two men. I don't blame you. Yeah. And it, most of the time, it doesn't get that bad. But okay. regardless, yeah. sure enough, I had to go write up my report. They called me in the office. It was like, mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, uh, you want to explain? I'm like, respect. Yeah. And they were like, what do you mean? And I was just like, so they didn't follow your orders. And I was like, listen, mm-hmm. you got to understand the streets. Mm-hmm. And I have to respect their stance. I was like, mm-hmm. they were making sure that nothing happened to me. Mm-hmm. How long did it take for y'all to come through the door? How many anything, other they done that Anything could have happened. I was like, yes. so if you're telling me to, to lock them up, write them up, I was like, they already said give it to them. They're cool. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what? And I was just like, yeah. Y'all come on my units. Yeah. Y'all see how it is. I was like, they respect me Man, because I respect them. Respect. And one of my boys, that's a CEO. He's a CEO in Jersey. And he told me that. And he said, yo, you got to like earn the inmates' respect. From, and I like, do. The jump. From the jump, you got to earn their respect. You got to let CEO them You gotta let, you gotta let. them know, first of all, that you're real and you're down to earth. Yes. You know, like mm-hmm. like when I say I have to put down the law, they yeah. know that I'm not. And I tell them, mm-hmm. I come on and say, listen, I ain't come here to work. <laughs> I say all the time, I'm like, listen, Word. I ain't come I here to work. I said, if y'all make me right, I'm giving you everything. Mm-hmm. We got you, Miss P. Mm-hmm. I can sit in front of the podium and sleep in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And they're like, white shirt coming. And I get up. Yeah. They're like, thank y'all. That's dope. Like, That's like dope. they, you know, they're like, Miss P, can I, can I, can mm-hmm. I get a haircut? You know, mm-hmm. my, 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 my mom, my mom or whoever's coming to yeah. see me. Two in the cell. You better have your boys look out. Mm-hmm. You get caught. It's on you. I'm right. Mm-hmm. Ah, so you know but that's you, that's you, big though to have them that. A little bit. Yeah, you, you that's, give them a little you, bit because they're human too. Exactly. And, and a lot of I feel like some CEOs like I've known the real cutthroat CEOs. Like I've had a conversation and one like, I'm, like Nah, the, I walk through the, there. I'm the, the lord. The like, cat, lord the, like those, those are assholes. Yeah, I seriously. It. They was assholes. Like when I met them, just like outside. So they were like, I, I could just imagine how much of an asshole they were. Assholes. It like on the inside. Trust me, I work with plenty of them. Assholes. And I'm like, and they're the I'll biggest punks. They're, they're the biggest punks on the street. Like oh, those, those, those are boys that gotta have the guns when they walk out the building. Mm-hmm. I tell you, true story. You could, you could check with Anthony. Mm-hmm. 
Anytime Anthony was with me in Allentown, Bethlehem, always ran into inmates in the store. They paid mm -hmm. for my food. Word. I could be getting books. Like, yo, Miss P, they giving me hugs. And Anthony's like, you know everybody in Allentown. I'm like, dude, like, That's Allentown's big. not that big. Yeah. You got to understand that most of the yeah. population is people that live around mm -hmm. here. I heard Allentown get it in. I didn't know, like, it was, like, you know. It ain't no Brooklyn. Okay, because, well, yeah, well, of course not. But I Everybody, heard, like... <laughs> every, every place wants to kind of be New York. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. and, and, but they, they're glorifying the wrong things. Yeah. You know? And I've been to Bethlehem. when I went. To, I went to the casino, though. I, I went the to sand, gamble and drink. Sand, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't go to like go. You know, what I'm saying I was in and out a couple <laughs> times, so I didn't really see like local scene or whatever. But I was I forgot what part of PA I was in. And I pulled up, and it, it, it kind of looked like early 2000s because they had like baggy ass white T-shirts and their pants were sagging. And I was like, oh shit, locals! And then it was kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> kind of weird. I was like, all right, well, let me just gas up and get yeah. back. I was I was going back to Jersey. Let me gas up and get back to Jersey. Yeah. But it was it was like it was kind of a culture shock because. This wasn't that long ago, but I, I would have swore, like, I was just waiting for somebody to pop out with a Von Dutch hat. Like, I was like, this shit looks Dude. like 2003 right now. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of weird. Like, <laughs> not the shit I mean, on them, you no, know? No, 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 you're cool, not. No, it was weird. Some, some of the you things know? are a little behind the time. Yeah, um, very, 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 like, Depending like on where you're at. And just think, that's, that's Allentown. That's one of the major cities. Mm -hmm. When you start going to smaller cities like Wilkesbury, Scranton, oh, like, yeah, I heard it's, you yeah. know, um... Mm -hmm. I, I was in Stroudsburg twice. Stroudsburg is like that's the beginning of PA. That's yeah, well, yeah. That's yeah. where it seemed like most people from New York coming in. Yeah, yeah. They kind of like either Stroudsburg, East Stroudsburg, or like um, oh man, what's another part? There's we're one all, right. We're, we're all a, we're, there's one right next to. I was getting ready to use. I was getting to use a bad word on my people. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yo, all, all the people from Brooklyn, they they that want to get their life together, they deactivate their Facebook and go to Stroudsburg. But you That's know what's joke. crazy? You know what's crazy and what's bad about that is that they what they're doing is they're building many New Yorks, and mm. then and then you'll have like say you will go out there, yeah. you got your you got your boys, yeah, and mm -hmm. your, boy, your boy energy. your boys might your boys might be from good seed and they got a good head on their shoulders, mm -hmm. but you got some people that come and they, they want to make names. It, it yeah. become, it, it's like they try to turn it into yeah. these little... Yeah, um, I believe it. I've as, seen that. It's, it's, I'm like, you guys and are not hood. You living in, you living in exactly. the country, basically. Yeah. You living in the Like, enjoy the, the solitude and chill. Yeah, but you know yeah. what? We don't know how to do that sometimes. My main issue when us New Yorkers go places, like if we go somewhere and then 20 more come, it's like, fuck, y'all should have stayed where y'all was at. Because now y'all about to you're up the price bring, of you're everything. About to, no, you about to bring my property back. <laughs> Yo, listen, man. Like, let, let's let's look at the percentage that's rate in two years. Like, but, and I hate the. I like would that, never say like, this on another broadcast. Look, I feel horrible. Like, yo, it bro, is. Talk. It is. Because I because I've said it. I'm like, don't. Yo, move you ever been out of town <laughs> and then you see other New Yorkers? You get that Highlander like uh, energy. Like, it could only be one. I'm gonna fucking cut your head off. Like, listen, man. Like, where my sword at? Pop the trench coat open. But well, it, it kind of depends. It kind of depends on where you're at. Because I, I I've never felt that. I've actually kind of felt more like. Um, now I show New Yorkers love when I'm. Right, so I, it's, it's all de love. depend I'm on playing. where you're I'm at. You know, you can see each other. And it's like, all right, I got you. You got me, Facts. right? Just in Yo, case, I'm, we've so been that. places and shit, and we've seen other New Yorkers, and, and I'm, I'm just, and you automatically Yo, know that you're a New Yorker without even it, having right? a conversation. Yo, it's a funny make story. That, I don't know if my brother, my sister, can remember this. Y'all remember years ago when we was up in the mountains at Ann Mildred House, right? And we went to that restaurant that was like an old house, and it was one other black family, and that one, the father kept looking at us, and me and Devon looked at him, and he's like. Like we'll beat everybody actually here for pop off. It's that like, like we, like we want something like, to pop off so we can let them know yo, in. Facts, yo, he gave us the smile like I got you. <laughs> I, he like that dude Detroit. I keep that thing on me, son. Like, 
I was like, yo, listen, yeah. you got us, yo. Yeah. Okay, so I want to ask you a, a couple more questions on the business side before we sure, end the podcast, sure, right? Sure. And so say if a person right now has like a thousand dollars, they're in their mid-20s, they don't know what to do, right? And they want they're looking for something, right? It doesn't matter what lines it is, insurance, stocks, whatever. What advice would you give them? Like what route to take? Because you know, everything starts from a plan, everything starts from a yeah. thought. If you could give them advice to get them past that stage, what would you tell them to do? You gotta invest in something that's an appreciating asset and not a depreciating oh, asset. That's good. You have to do your homework on that because yes. what's good for me may not be good for you. Absolutely. You understand? You like, know, we all carry different energy. They might have the energy to run with it, and yeah. then me, you might not have it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, I've it's, seen and that not happen. everything sparks me. I, 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 people throw things at me all the time, and I, it's, it's not that it's not good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. I, you know, and and I sometimes I'll like later on I'm like. I should have gotten it then. And, yeah. you know, but, you know, so everything is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's not just for people at that point in yes. time. So if true. they had money to invest, I mean, I would tell them to seek somebody mm-hmm. in the financial industry that could kind of help yes. and guide them. Mm-hmm. Um, a thousand is not going to get you far in real estate, but there is ways that you can invest mm-hmm. that into a type of real estate. I can't go in and say yeah, it, no, but, absolutely. but you understand. So it's like, yeah. you, you, you just got to get into, I would say, put your money in something that's, the most secure mm-hmm. because there's never a guarantee in anything. Absolutely. You know what I mean? In life, you don't mm-hmm. the guarantee is death. So. And on the flip side, they need to be willing to lose it. They need to be Absolutely. willing to lose it. Absolutely. Don't, don't invest anything that you can't make back, you know, in a short amount of time. Yes. Or if, if if it doesn't go the way you want it, mm-hmm. then it's going to hurt you bad. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's good that you said a short amount of time because people are impatient. And also when it comes to investments... We'll invest stuff for something long term, and then you lose that momentum yeah. halfway through it, and then you'll just say, "Okay, forget it." But if you kept that momentum, you would have tripled your money. Absolutely. And I, I've done that; I've lost momentum. Like you know what? I did that with some stocks, and and I made a little bit of bread. But if I had held it another twelve months, I would have made triple. And Listen, I was like, let, me, let me tell you and something, because you ain't lose more money than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sometimes I yeah. look back, I'm like, make you just want to drink, right? I'm like, what yeah. I could have did, you mm-hmm. know, what yes. I should have did. So, you mm-hmm. know, that's what I said. We're, we're always learning. Yes. So what I know now, had I known mm-hmm. 20 years ago, I would mm-hmm. be in a very much, my yes. position now would be so different. You know, I want to say this to the listeners too, right? Like how you said short term, right? Mm-hmm. One time, years ago, like 2000, early 2017, when I first started dibbling, dabbling in with stock, right? I found like a tick. I was really, I was in love with this shit. I was like, oh, this is my thing right here. Bang. I put a little bit of money into it. I lost I made more off of it than I lost, but I would have made more. So I put a little bit more into it when it went down and I lost because I saw the potential. It really, it went up to 25 cents and I would have made almost $3,000 off of it. And I got greedy and it, on a Friday, it hit 25 cents exactly. I said, no, nah, I'm going to wait till Monday. It dropped to 16 cents. So you pulled it? I pulled it. I, I still made, I made, I made more. Did like, it ever go back up? I made money off it twice. Okay. That, that, so, yeah. so, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But if I so, if you wouldn't have took it out. Exactly. So if I if but the thing is the first time if I went if I would have been like they got a term called pump and dump. And mm-hmm. if I would have just pump and dumped, I would have been, you know what I'm saying? You have to jump on these opportunities when they come because they're not gonna come again. A lot and of it times might not it's be the not same. a second chance. Exactly. Yes. And I want the people to understand that. Like for for, for the younger dudes listening, because I got a lot of younger listeners. If you guys are listening, if you're into flipping sneakers and things like that, flip it fast. Yes, the, long, the longer you hold something, mm-hmm. the less value it has. Yeah. And I and I've and I've lost a lot over yeah. the years because of that. Exactly. Holding on to 
merchandise yes. and it didn't have hold the same value. Exactly. Because um, even though, like, like, okay, I know dudes that flip Jordans, right? It might be big right now. Those Jordans you might have paid 150. You might you might be able to get 1200 for it, right? But in 10 years, we don't know what the wave is going to be. We, we don't know. We listen. Who got Jordans for 150 that I could flip for 1200? Please, hit me <laughs> you know up. what I'm saying? The number is no. listen. You saw those new ugly. Uh, 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 I think it was the Balenciaga. Ugly? Some it was a new sneaker. It's I think it was the Balenciaga, and it, it looked like it got a fidget spinner on the them. bottom of it. I haven't seen so it's like we don't listen. I think it's disgusting, but it might be the wave in, in five years. And those expensive Jordans, them retros, whatever, they might not be hitting. We don't. We don't know. Like they might. They look very weird to me. I like. I look like now. I'm a Google it. Google it. So you Google, Google it. it. I, it I look like you might. You could jump off a building. Because the crazy home. thing is that as much as I mean I, everything I got on might be a name brand, yeah. but but you'll Fuck never. Yeah. But you'll never slay. Yeah, it's just, you know what I'm, I'm just different now. Like yeah. I'm not going to drop. Five hundred thousand on Gucci on, nah, on nothing, not never I have, I have ever a $50 again. A Miyagi dope like, Amazon hoodie. Like, one. like they gotta give it to me. They gotta be like, listen, I need you mm -hmm. to promote for me. Like, exactly. I'm just because it's no appreciation. Yes, there. you know exactly. what I mean. It's like it's, it's a depreciating asset. Like yeah. I'm just not going you know, to. And, and exactly, and you you know. The and I'm sorry too. for shouting out Gucci. Not, if y'all no. like Gucci, you know. Listen, there's some people like Gucci. Like Gucci yeah. is all good. I, 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 I know just, they don't get back to my community, so and that's we gotta listen. The next podcast, I wanted to get into the alien stuff today, but oh. Ooh, the we, next we, one we, we, we talked. Gonna, we talked. About we going. That. We it's getting juicy. We gonna talk about the the reptilians. <sighs> what what we gonna do? We gonna have a round table like we had the other <laughs> like night. It's gonna, be, night right? it's gonna be like four or five. Well, of we us. needed it's some spade cards and some crazy. really good, yeah. some really good smack talking. And we yes. gonna, but listen, this was the Life of Product Podcast, episode seven. I rocked out with Audrina Russell. Talk to them. Tell them how they can find you if they have any financial questions. Oh wow. Okay. So phone number three four seven six one eight nine one four five. Don't get stalked. Okay. I know how to block. I'll change I'll change my number in the heartbeat. The scam likely is ready. Okay, my bad. Okay. So bad. again, phone number 347-618-9145. Email A Russum. Oh no, I'm not gonna give them that one because it's gonna say the yeah, company name. Yeah, yeah. First and last name, Audrina Russum, A-U-D-R-E-N-A-R-U-S-S-U-M -S -S at Y Mail, the letter Y Mail dot com. Um you can hit me up on Facebook, Audrina Russum. Um, my business page is attached to that. Um, I am on Instagram. I think my Instagram is Drena, D-R-E-N-A, 923. I, I don't check for myself, so mm -hmm. I'm not sure. And I do have a Twitter page. I'm sorry, you guys. I don't know my Twitter page. You know, it's all good because you, you know what? You got to be a different breed for Twitter. Twitter, Twitter is a dark place. It's dark, yo. It's a dark I just, place. I just actually went, like, I had to reset passwords. It's, I haven't been on it in years. It's, so. a, it's a, trust um, me, it's a dark place. Like, you know what I mean? Keep, keep, keep your, uh, your energy because it's a dark I promise you. <laughs> All right, you know, then I might up. stay away from that. Yeah, I, don't, might, I, don't, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't put anything up there. I, I just yeah, you might want to keep but, um, the other stuff going. But yeah, this was the Life of Product uh podcast. We rocked out. Thank you very much. Thank Holla you at for your boy. having me. Yes, sir. This Thank you fun. so much, Cuzzo. Peace.